Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unscripted Unlimited. Uh, I'm your host, Dan Hummer. I'm here with my brother, Doug. Yo. Uh, my buddy, Bobo, is here. Hello. What's up, Bobo? What's up, man? We're doing the DC character tier list. My uh, Aunt Sharon's in the background if she feels like uh, giving her two cents on a couple things. Uh, we got a lot to get into. A lot of characters this is going to be a good one. Uh, Doug, you want to do some plugs first? Sure. Uh, and yes, we are on a little bit early in the morning, but uh, we woke up and said, "All right, showtime." Yeah, fuck it. All right, make sure you're listening to Boxman and Smart, the wrestling outlet. Wednesday nights, uh, about ten fifteen, ten twenty is Eastern time. Mixer.com/slash/wrestling-outlet. Uh, they can be found on all your major podcast platforms, and then catch them tonight. Uh, Saturday nights, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Mixer.com slash Hollywood Hangout. That's their movie show. Catch us, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, every Friday night for the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. Uh, last night, of course, we fantasy booked a Lethal Lottery and Battle Bowl event, which was very, which was very fun. Uh, had a lot of interesting matchups. Right. And, uh, of course, Eric and I... Uh, Argued at the end like usual. Almost got into a fist fight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, that's what happens when you're married. Uh, <laughs> and, um, but, and so next week on the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast, Daniel and I will be reviewing AWA's Super Clash 2. Probably have to watch it about five times because that's how many times we'll probably fall asleep. Yeah. Um, Fucking old. And um, then, of course, listen to us. Uh, on Saturdays, usually around 7 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, unless we have plans, then we might do it earlier, uh, for Unscripted Unlimited. Of course, right now we are doing the uh, DC character tier list. We'll let everybody know what we're going to do next week when we figure it out. Uh, then tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, join Mindy and Daniel for the Stabcast. Yep, we're doing the movie Trick tomorrow. Uh is that a Halloween movie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so make sure you listen to that. And then check out our buddy Sean on YouTube, Elite Diplodoc, yep. uh, his gaming channel. Uh, and then check us out on eBay at DDE Collectibles. Uh, we got some auctions that ended today or that are ending today and stuff that's being relisted. So if it's relisted, get on it. Uh, and then I'll be putting up some uh, new stuff today. Uh, basically, action figures, comic books, uh, stuff like that. A lot of carded stuff, uh, and also some loose. Basically, whatever's up in a box in my room. <laughs> All right, you want to get into it? Yes, sir. All right, DC character tier list, guys. Uh, Bobby's a pretty big fan of the superhero genre. I mean, you're a Marvel guy and a DC guy. So you know a lot of these. Uh, Doug, you know a lot of this from movies and stuff. We're going to be judging it on every aspect of the character, you know, movies, TV, comics, whatever we've, we've seen him in or read about him or whatever. And uh, just how it, if we like the character or not. Here are our six tiers. We have elite, great, very good, mediocre, meh, and cheeks. So cheeks is the bottom of the barrel. Elite is the best you can get. All good on the rules here? It's pretty simple. Yeah. All right. We're going to start with... <clears throat> yeah. Bobby <laughs> still figured it out. I'm here. <laughs> All right. We're going to start with... 
We're going to start with the almighty dark side. Uh, where would you rank him, Bobo? Wait. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best villains of all time. I mean, I don't. Besides the Anti Monitor, I don't see somebody that that matches the power level in, in DC of Dark Side. I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, power wise, especially power wise, but also like whatever that that's like their big guy. That's the big bad, no matter what. That's the one they pick for that's the animated movies. Anti Monitor, dude. There's, it's Dark Side, dude. Yeah, they're always building up to fight Darkseid. Yeah, I mean, and just the way he was in the Snyder Cut, the way he was in that Justice League War that we watched. Right. I mean, yeah, I definitely agree. It's uh, it's a leap for him. Yes. Do I need to write this down, too? No, you don't have to. Okay. Uh, yeah, Darkseid's elite. He's got the old Mega Beams. He's a badass dude. He's a badass guy. All right, next up, uh, an animated series guy. And uh, Batman animated series mostly, but Harvey Bullock. Oh, I used to love Bullock. Yeah, he's kind of like the the harsh, don't give a fuck. He's like the opposite of Jim Gordon, pretty much. He's me as a cat. Is he the one in Gotham? Yeah. Okay. He's the one played by our boy from uh, Grounded for Life. Right. Yeah. He's an interesting character. He's a... Who who from Grounded for Life plays him, Eddie? No, uh... Fucking Donald Logue. Oh, Sean? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, Bullock, it, as, in the Batman the Animated Series, just, like, the way he would always badmouth Batman to where, like, you would want Batman to just punch him in the mouth. Yeah. But he couldn't because, you know, Bullock's also one of the, you know, I mean, technically he's one of the good guys. Yeah. He's, like, kind of that crooked cop that's, like, got a good heart, too. He's not, like, totally yeah, crooked. He's a straight-edge cro- crooked cop. <laughs> Bobo, you remember anything of Harvey Bullock back in the day? A little bit. Not too much, but I do remember him as a little bit of a character. I put him in the – I'm stuck between the me- the mediocre and the eh category where to put him. I'd say he'd have to go at least mediocre. I would say that, too, just because – uh, especially of, like, what he did in the animated series, because he was very heavily featured in there. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he was. He, he's like, yeah, next to Jim Gordon, the like probably the best cop in the yeah. DCPD. I mean, and you would think I that he's in, in both. In both boxes with an arrow connecting it, so I put him in both. Okay. Uh, yeah, because... Like and you would think that you know if they keep going with the with the Batman with this uh, franchise they got started up now he'll show up definitely yeah. I think especially if they're doing that I mean that GCPD show kind of turned into an Arkham show apparently but I'm sure he'll show up yeah I mean if I don't know if he'll show up in the second it depends on if uh, Gordon if in the second movie if they promote Gordon to uh, commissioner right away. Then Bullock will show up in the second movie. If not, then if they do a third one. All right. Yeah, are you making your own list over there too, Bobo? Yeah, I'm writing down mine for what I for where I rank people. Okay, okay. Cool. And we'll just kind of be the majority, Doug. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Barry Allen, The Flash. Uh, I know you have a lot of investment in this one, Bobby. He's probably one of your favorite DC characters, no? He's one of my overall favorite comic characters in general. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, I mean, well, what can you say about Barry? I mean, he died in Crisis on Infinite Earths, and he was gone for like 20 years in the comics. But he's the guy for the movies, the animated movies. Whenever they pick a Flash to really do something, he wasn't in the old cartoon, or but he, I mean, he's the Flash from the movie with that crazy scene with going back in time. You know, he's a big deal. Well, he wasn't yeah. in the uh, in the old cartoon. He was in Justice League Unlimited, wasn't he? No, that was Wally. Oh, that was no, that was Wally. Yeah, that was Wally left. Shows how long it's been since I've seen the show. Uh, no, Barry, and he's the Flash that they're doing the, you know, the movie, the Flash, the, the movie and the Flash show on now. Yeah. So obviously he's a big, uh, you know, a big enough character that I mean, personally, I always like the Flash. Yeah. So I would actually, I would say that he's, I don't know if I would go great. I would definitely go very good. Really? Yeah. I think he almost belongs in Elite. For really? I definitely put him in Elite. He's one of the, the forefronts of the core league, for one. They yeah, use him not... to reset the timeline after everybody dies. He brings everybody back to life, both in the movies and in the comics. Right. That's he's cool. like the heart and soul of the Speed Force. Uh, like there'd be no wall. He would have never been as great as he was if Barry was never around. Well, that's true. I mean, I would... The reason why I would only say very good is just like based off of like the new uh, the the cartoon or the animated uh, thing that we've been watching, right? Oh, the animated movie universe. Yeah, uh, like with War and also now with the one we uh, just watched, uh, Throne of Atlantis. Throne of Atlantis. Uh, he really he didn't matter much. He wasn't a big player in those. No. But, I mean, in the Snyder Cut, he's probably the biggest player. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, saves everybody's and ass. The, the, old, the old continuity of the DC Comics, before the new 52, like, Barry was his man. Yeah, I mean, well, he even, he was the man in the new 52. I mean, he was gone for 20 years in that pre-new 52 continuity. But that's because he, like, risked his life to save everybody on Crisis exactly, like, the Earth, you know. That's, like, the biggest role. comic book death ever, so... I definitely say he's elite. He's got his own show, his own movie. They're both. Wally really gets no love, even though Wally's probably my favorite. But uh, Barry's my favorite, but Wally's the better Flash. Yeah, we'll get into Wally to it a little bit, but I I think he definitely he goes in elite for me. Okay, I put him there. Yeah, I put him in elite too, hundred percent. I mean, again, the only reason. Uh, I was judging him, and I do kind of agree with you guys because Barry is, you know, obviously all over the place. He's a flash that, like, they're using in the mainstream. Yeah. But, like, I'm just kind of, I was kind of judging it because I'm judging it more from, like, the animated. Yeah. He wasn't that huge in those movies. Yeah. From that war, from that war one, he's not too huge in it. But and all other animated stuff, they don't really use Barry too much in animation. They really use Wally. Yeah. And he does, like, I think at the end, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for us too much, but he does do some big shit in that animated universe. Uh, right, which we will get Down the line. Which we will get to. Uh, now, are we going to talk Throne of Atlantis again since that episode gets screwed up? Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably will. All right, let's get into uh, a big-time a big time villain here. Let's talk about Bobby's boy, and I'm going to start it off with Bob. Bobo, because this is probably your favorite character like ever, uh, the Joker. Definitely elite. 
Not only does he rule Gotham and torment Batman for years and years and years and years, he also does shit with the Legion of Doom outside of Gotham against the League. Joker's yeah. a big-time baddie. He He's is sadistic. a big-time baddie. He's supposed to be mine, dude. He fucks the people you love. He's been, he's messed up in the head, dude. Yeah, I mean, and he's one of the villains that, you know, he got his own movie, and that's, like, unheard of for a villain. And it made over a billion dollars, you know? It's the, top grossing, the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. Yeah. Beat Deadpool up. He's a big deal. And, you know, he shot Barbara Gordon. He's killed Jason Todd. He's, like, he's done, like, everything you can do to Batman. He kills Lois and Superman. Yeah, he does. And Injustice, that's what starts everything. And that's a crazy timeline. The Joker's a big deal. I mean, and that's like everybody's favorite. I mean, and you're right. He has been with the Legion of Doom. And they've really like overpowered him, too, because he's so popular. Like he's done like some crazy, like how Batman fights Darkseid. You're like, how the fuck can he do that? Joker's, like, Joker's, Joker's got to be like Superman. Joker's made some moves that like gods usually only do. And this dude's just a crazy fuck with a with fucking makeup thing around his face. Like, yeah, exactly. no Superman. He's just it, a sadistic it, dude. If, like, if you really think about it, the reason why I think Batman is so like is so good and so popular and all that, if there was no Joker, would Batman really be as big a deal as he is? Uh, a lot would argue no. I mean, I think he's got one of the best rogues galleries. Bobby, you you think he actually has like an overrated rogues gallery besides the Joker? So you would probably say no. The Joker kind of makes Batman right. Uh, as I would say, like, 70% of Batman is because of the Joker. Okay. So let's kind of expand on that for, like, a minute here with with him saying that. And I agree with him to a point, even though I like Two-Face. Yeah. I like Riddler. I like uh, – I mean, Penguin's okay. I mean, I really like what they did with uh, Penguin in the, in the movie. Yeah. In the movie. Uh, and Catwoman's kind of, you know, 50-50 because – it's, you know, 50% of the time she's a pain in Batman's ass. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, you know, other 50% of the time, you know, she's uh, Batman's lover. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was cleaning it up. Like, yeah. I was, I cleaned it up a little bit. Like, there was another thought I had in my head, but uh, Sharon's hand is too close to the back of my head. Uh, <laughs> but, um, like... But I, I agree with Bobby to a point that Batman, that like 70, I would say about that. I mean, I would probably say more like, probably take it down to like 65. Yeah, 60, 60, 65, you know, 68%. But like, I think, and you need uh, for superheroes and, and well, for heroes to have, as big a following as it, and for them to be as good as they are, they need to have really good bad guys. Yeah, you know, a baby face really needs to get over with, uh, be, uh, gets over because of how good the heel is. Yep. And Batman gets over as much as he does, mainly because of Joker. Because if you go back to Batman the animated series, who's the main villain in there? I mean, everybody you know kind of gets an episode. The Joker, though. It's mainly the Joker. I mean, the first episode of the series was a fucking Joker. And he's like the main recurring, too. Yeah. Like he always shows up. 
Yeah. I mean, but like I I know people like it's and everyone's two favorite movies too. It's either the first Batman, Batman '89, or The Dark Knight. And who's right. the villain in those movies? Joker. But uh, but like it's nowadays, you know, you people say, "Oh, we don't need you know, we don't need the Joker. Let the other villains uh, shine in there." Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, but they want them. The film, the franchise wants to make money. Yeah, and it's hard with the comics too, and that's why people say that Batman. Oh, it's too much Batman. It's too much Joker. But they sell. And they're very like people buy that. People yeah. want to see that. So exactly. as a company, you're gonna keep putting out Joker shit, especially if it's really good. People think it's really Batman's good. Batman's top three stories of all time are literally with the Joker. Yeah. Yes. And then like the killing, uh, also the killing joke, the Dark Knight Returns, and the fucking. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the other one. The, I mean, yes, the family. There's a couple of them. Well, there the killing go. joke. Yeah. What when they when they turned a killing joke into the animated movie, I actually really liked that. Yeah, it, it was all right. It, it made the Joker look good. That, that, it it, was it good did. Joke. It made the Joker look good. Uh, it made you feel like something for because I think half of it was about Barbara Gordon. Yeah, and like the other half was about Joker and Batman was just kind of like there to clap Barbara. Yeah, there to clap Barbara, and then there, and then there to. I wonder how Jim felt about that. Yeah, that was a weird... That never happened in the comics. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that story is more about them showing you that Bruce Wayne doesn't really exist unless the Joker's around. Yeah, and it's... I mean, it's the Joker trying to drive him to insanity. The love tunnel was about. Yeah. I mean, he drove everybody else to insanity except for Bruce. Yeah, and that's kind of what his thing was, and... Like and that's why this will go on forever because Bruce refuses to kill him, but he's going to do so many bad things to try to force him to do that. He really just wants Batman to kill him, just so Batman like is broken because he knows that's what'll break Batman. Right. I mean, and that's why like you know, in Injustice, and again, like I haven't seen the full movie, but uh, when they did the Injustice animated movie, Joker had even said because Batman's like, why would you kill Lois? He goes, because I've been trying to break you for so long, and you won't do it. Yeah. You will not kill me. But I killed Superman's love and his unborn child. He is going to come in here, and he is going to kill me. And then he did. And then he came in, and he put his fist through Joker's head. (laughs) And it's like, okay, you know, because Joker knew. He goes, I because Joker knows how to push that envelope. Yeah, and even in the Harley Quinn animated series, like yeah, how featured he and like Harley went. Well, Harley was already nuts to begin with, but you know how nuts Joker drove her, especially in that what first season, right? Yeah, when he was mainly featured. Yeah, yeah, because it was like her leaving him pretty much. Yeah, so I mean, Joker. Anybody that does not put Joker in elite is a boob. Yeah, I think. I mean, we could easily go an hour on Joker. We could do a, we could do a whole show on him. We could do like a, a big like uh, you know character profile on him. Yeah, but he's definitely an elite. Yeah. All right. Next up, let's go for a little bit of an underrated, a big member of the Teen Titans. Uh, if you're kind of grew up like in my era with the uh, animated show, and now Titans, the regular show, a lot of people like. Uh, let's talk about Beast Boy. Uh, yeah, you're a fan, right, Sharon? I'm a fan of Beast Boy. Yeah, he's a he's a cool character. 
he really kind of changes into like just the tiger on the show and eventually turns into bats and it's really cool and he does some stuff but in the animated show he's hilarious turning into gorillas and I mean he's not the biggest impactful character like he's not like you know fighting dark side and shit but he is he's a fun interesting character with a cool superpower I put him in very good yeah and from what I've yeah. seen of, of Titans and I did watch a little bit of Teen Titans back in the day yeah uh like just because he's got that sense of humor, I love the sense of humor and uh, like the chemistry with with uh, Raven, uh, yes. you know Rachel. Uh, I drew a blank on her real name for a second, <laughs> uh, but like yeah, his sense of humor and when they asked him, they're like, "Why do you turn into a tiger?" He goes, "That's my favorite animal." <laughs> Duh. Uh, which, like, you know, it makes sense. And what's funny is, like, like that sense of humor, and he seems like this warm, loving guy. You turn him into a tiger, you're he done. <laughs> like, like, you're, like, you're done. Like, the one episode where they were trying to turn him evil, and they stuck that, like, lab assistant in there with him. Yeah. And, like, he turned into a tiger, and then she knew. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then, you know, she ended up becoming lunch. Yeah. Uh yeah, fucked up. Yeah, which uh, I mean, poor girl, but you know, call in sick. Yeah, <laughs> if there's if they if somebody calls you and says, "Hey, you're gonna sit in a therapy session with somebody that turns into a tiger," uh, no, I just developed syphilis. I gotta stay home for the day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so at least, first disease that came. In so would head. you lean towards very good too? I would. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, where would you put Beast Boy? I would put Beast Boy in mediocre. Uh, that's where he lands on your list. Not a big fan. I mean, he's a part of the Titans, but as a part of the Titans as a whole, he's not one of the forefront parts of the Titans. I would put that more on like Raven and Robin and Cyborg, right? And Nightwing. Yeah. I just feel like Beast Boy is more of the comedic relief to all the dark and the grittiness of the Titans. Yeah, but sometimes I think you need that. Yeah, but uh, you no, do. I see what said, so. No, I, I no, I see exactly where he's coming from. Yeah, but uh, again, like you know, he says, "Oh, the guys is there for comedic relief." I think when you have like kind of a dark, because I'll tell you that I'm not a huge fan of like just something that's like very dark and like very yeah, like the dark and gloomy. Like if there's not a little bit of humor in there, yeah, like I'm done. Yeah. I'm grabbing my bowl of cereal and I'm getting my ass upstairs <laughs> yeah. and watching stuff I can't say out air. Uh, but uh, like, but like, if there's a little bit of humor in it, I'll sit down and I'll be like, all right, cool. Yeah. And I mean, Beast Boy is the one character actually that I think the adaptations have probably done him a little more justice than they do in the comics. Like he's probably better in the Teen Titans show and in Titans than he is in the comics. And he definitely means a little more. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely very good on our list. But uh, I'd see why Bobby were, would mediocre him as well. Uh, now, Bobby, this is one that only you and me really know about. Only you right. and me really know about this next guy. The Batman Who Laughs. Mm. He's an interesting... He's kind of a new... He came in uh, death metal in the comics. He's an interesting kid. It's like the Joker and Batman mixed, so he's fucking nuts. Basically, like the Joker's soul's take taking over Batman. Yeah. 
I would put him in great. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot still to go with. I feel like that storyline still has a lot of potential. It's still new, so they haven't really gone too much off of it. But I feel like that storyline has a lot of potential. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably just go very good. I think uh, he, very, he is a, he's an interesting character. He's very interesting. It's a very sadistic take and very different take on a, two beloved characters by putting them together. And I, I feel like it, it's a very strong potential storyline that they could definitely keep going on. No, I agree. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, actually, uh, I'm gonna change that to the very good, not great. Yeah, that's. I think I'm going very good because I mean they pushed him a lot when he first came out, and there was a shit ton of comics about him, and like he he's a very big character, but it's also like uh, he's still kind of new too. Let's see what he can do. You know. That's see what I mean. Can. Like, if I feel like they need to add him into a continuity and like let other people go at him. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I agree. Now, Doug, you've seen a little bit of this show for the next one. Uh, me and Sharon have been watching a lot. Uh, Star Girl. We're doing the character Star Girl. Yeah, I think it, it, here's what's funny. It's basically Captain America as a teenage girl. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I mean, anybody, any, That's like, a good description, any huge, like, Marvel, like, Captain America fans, I know, yeah. like, we're going to line them up, uh, they're going to line up outside, you know, at the door, uh, you know, with, with pitchforks and torches. Yeah, Bobby sounds like he's ready to kick And then, uh, when they line up at the door, I'm going to answer the door, be completely naked and scare them all off. Uh, and... I might move. <laughs> But, like, it, the funny thing is, is that, like, you watch, like, the beginning of the show, and, like, when she first becomes Stargirl, she didn't want to listen. She thought she knew everything. Yeah, she's kind of an asshole. She's a honest. teenage girl. They yeah. think they know everything. Yeah. Yeah. She was <laughs> Yeah. But now, like, you know, she's kind of evolved a little bit. Yes. Uh, and... I mean, I, I got to tell you, like in that show, though, like Luke uh, Luke Wilson, yes, was he's not really my favorite Wilson, but I like Owen better. <laughs> but Luke has his moments where he's like really good. Yes, and, Pat Dugan, he makes that show. And, yeah, and this show is uh, this show is one of those examples. But getting back to Stargirl, she does. Uh, I mean, she is a really good character. Um. Yeah, as the show goes on. Yeah, she develops. That show does a good job of tracking her growth and how she. But and the cosmic staff is actually one of the like most powerful objects in the DC universe. Like the, the staff's badass on its own, and she controls it. I knew nothing about her until I started watching that show. Right. Which I truly enjoy. Yeah. So I think she's. At first, I was thought we were just getting into a snotty teenager. Yeah. But the more I watch it, it's like, man, she's really good. I like that show a lot. Yeah, she's an interesting character. She she like learns compassion and shit. It's a it's a corner of the DC universe that you don't see very much because it's very light and uh, positive. All right, so we would probably go very good, right? Yeah. What do you think about her, Bobby? Have you seen much of her? I I don't know too much. I haven't watched the show. I know a little bit about her, not very much. I 
put her in the either very good or mediocre based right. off Doug's original assessment that she basically is a teenage Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's badass, and there's a little more to it, and she goes through some different things, but uh, yeah. definitely. The mob will be here in an hour and a half to take yeah. my head. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about one of the greatest of all time. Let's talk about Superman. Oh, I'm going to get a lot of heat for this. For what? I don't like Superman. Oh, no. <laughs> And I know, like, he's the core of, like, the, you know, he was built for so long as being the core of the Justice League. Yeah. Uh, I, to me, especially, like, now, uh, you know, watching, like, the the Snyder Cut and uh, the anime, uh, the string of animated movies we've been watching. Yeah. I would say that's either Cyborg or Batman. Really? Yes. I think. Superman is just there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really? Yeah. So I'm not going to go too low because then people will really be here trying to kill me. Although I can't really say too much bad about him because I do have a, a 17 to 28 scale figure sitting <laughs> upstairs in my bedroom of Superman that I am going to resell at some point. That's Brandon Ruth too. Yeah. From the Superman Returns movie. Yes. Uh, so, like, I, I mean, I do like the look. Like, blue is my favorite color. Yeah. Okay. I do like the look, and I remember, like, when uh, Dean Cain portrayed him in Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Yeah. You know, Terry Hatcher played uh, Lois Lane. And I actually really did like that show. Yeah. That's the only time, though, where I could actually say that Superman was anything but mediocre. Really? Yeah, so I'm going to say this, and there's going to be, again, if the mob comes up, if anybody forms a mob outside this house and they, they you know, try to get in here, I'm answering the door naked. Uh, well, if they have pitchforks and shit, that'll probably not be a good idea for you. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty small down there. It'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna say mediocre. Okay, well, I don't know. You can make your own list next because he's a lead on on ours. Well, uh, you don't have to. You don't have to really listen to me. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Superman is the fucking beacon of hope. He's the man. He's. I mean, you need Superman in a world with Batman. Like you need the good who just believes in truth, justice, and you know the American dream. Or yeah, American America. Well, now it's a better tomorrow. They changed it. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. They, they said, fuck the American. I mean, it, I, he goes nuts in injustice when they kill Lois, who Lois, to me, is just useless anyway. Well, I think they fuck up the character by making him evil all the time, because that's not really what he's supposed to be. Oh, God, I think I'm getting text messages already saying, you <laughs> motherfucker. But he's he's one of the earliest comics. I mean, this man was invented in 1938. He's, like, with Detective Comics, like, he's one of the first characters ever. He's an old son of a bitch. He's an old son of a bitch, but he's also like that's the first ever superhero movie is Superman with Christopher Reeves and you know he just means he means so much like he paved the way for everything else so it's kind of hard to put him in anything else than elite. What's your take, Baba? So he's definitely elite. Like 
100%. We revisit the conversation you and me had the other day. Like, the definition of a superhero is Superman and Spider-Man across both universes. It's like, there is nobody in who represents the true meaning of a superhero more than Superman does and, and no more than Spider-Man does. Yeah, for the perspective universes, I agree. Like, Superman is the beacon of hope. He's the true symbolism of a hero. He's the one that, in the DC universe, that no matter how much he loses, besides the lowest eyes and those spin-off stories, that he would still does the right thing at the end of the day. Yeah. In, in like, the main like he literally lives on a planet where everybody's frowns upon him, and he's basically like the minority of the entire planet, but yet he still saves that, a plant, that planet numerous times over and over again. Yeah. He sees the good in everybody. That's like part of what makes Superman him. I enjoyed even... Snyder's take on making him slightly evil because he does have a very easily manipulated mind. Like he's one of the easiest minds in, in the DC universe to take control of. So I understand why he becomes evil. That's just because of my either mind control or mind, like just swaying his opinion somewhere. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. At the end of the day, like at the end of the Snyder cut, Superman comes around. He's that beacon of hope. He's that hero. Yeah. And he's just a simple, like, farm boy from Kansas. Just a fucking, he's just a good dude who cares about his lady. And he just, yeah, and he'll much. just save the world, dude. Like, no, no, when, you see, when you look in the dictionary, dude, and you see the, the word superhero in there, you're going to see a, a red and blue spider and a red and yellow S. Well, he is probably yeah. one of the more, like, clean-cut, like, superheroes out there. Unless, like, you do something. Uh, you kill Lois, it's all done. Yeah, you kill <laughs> Lois, it's all done, but that's why Lois should just stay home locked in her apartment. Uh, or, you know, just stay, you know, on the farm tending to the cows. But, or whatever animals they have there. Uh, but, like, no, I mean, he is a clean-cut guy. I just, I never really saw the, to me, he's, he's not the leader that everybody makes him out to be. Or like the focal point of the justice That's I don't understand why people always make that assumption about Superman being the leader of the league. He's he's not. It's Batman. Well, it, it's both of them to a degree. That Trinity, any one of the three, is the leader of the Justice League. I mean, to be honest with you, I'll say this: I think Cyborg's more of a leader of the Justice League. Oh, God. Than <laughs> Superman. Can we go on to somebody yeah, else? You're going to give me a fucking heart attack. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, you, Sorry, asked I me to, you asked me to be passionate about this stuff. No, I agree. I, and I, well, actually, I don't agree. I heavily disagree, but I appreciate uh, the opinion. But fucking Superman, dude. He's he's the man. He's, he's like what started it Superman, all. You're right. Like he's the superhero. I agree with you that for Marvel, I guess you you could even though he's not my favorite, you know that. But Spider Man probably the same way. When you look up a superhero, you think of Spider. But especially for Superman, when you think of superhero, you think of him. And he's what started all the superhero movies. Yeah, and, and comics. He started, he started he started superheroes in general. He's the very first comic ever written. Right. Yeah. He, he's the OG. <laughs> But you you're, you have a great opinion, Doug. We and, appreciate uh, your opinion, but please keep it to yourself. <laughs> no, no, you don't. 
<laughs> no, I, 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 I mean, that would probably keep me safer, but the thing is a lot of people don't like Superman and Superman hasn't always sold well too. And he's gone through dips. And, well, I hope the people that don't like Superman. I don't get shot yeah. the way out of the house. You're right, Bobby. He is the, he's the big American boy scout. And for the edgy Batman fans, a lot of people don't like you prefer Batman. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people prefer Batman and that's okay. But when I'm thinking like of the elite of the elite characters of the DC universe, he's up there for me. Uh, but uh, he he can be very good. Or you said mediocre, right? I said mediocre, but I mean I do agree for like a lot of Superman fans putting him in. Putting him in I'm gonna put him in great, so there's a compromise there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, I I folded. I mean, I'm, I'm not folding my opinion, but I'm okay with him going. I don't know. In... There's not of all people in the universe, he's one of the select few that can one on one with Darkseid. That's true. And beat his ass. And win. Yeah, he's one. He might be the only one too. That's true. Yeah, I don't care where you put him. I just gave my opinion. And uh, now let's. It. It's yeah. very appreciated. Let's see your opinion on Amanda Waller. <laughs> you hate her. Oh, oh Jesus, With dude. Don't even passion. get me fucking started on this bitch. <laughs> what did he oh, say? Oh, he doesn't like her either. Yeah, he said, don't get me started oh, on this bitch. I Everyone hates her. All right, well, Waller, hold on. Dude. Do you want to take the heat from me on this one, or do you want me to just go ahead and go? Uh, oh, I have nothing but massively disrespectful things to say about Amanda Waller. <laughs> That makes two she of us. As a character, she's a very, 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 very good bad guy. They did a very good job making her a very good bad guy. But I agree. Yeah, but the thing is, is that like she's. A, I hate Amanda Waller. I mean, she's a bad guy that's not necessarily supposed to be bad, right? No, she. I mean, she works for the government, but that is like she is a villainous role. Like, yeah, she is. Like, she is. She works she's for like the government, but she doesn't. She takes the government and does her own secret operative missions to do sadistic and fucked up things that the government doesn't know that they're doing. And gets mad people killed. Amanda Waller's fucked, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trust me. I know just from, like, a little bit I saw of Suicide Squad and then, like, the whole... I liked the uh, the character of her daughter, like, at first. Yeah, out of bio's good. And then when she kind of... When she betrayed Peacemaker, it's just like, okay... Either they got to shoot this fucking bitch or they need to show a scene of Peacemaker just going and putting a bullet in her fucking mother. Like, one of those bitches has to go. I hope to God Peacemaker shoots that bitch in the fucking throat. (laughs) I put put Amanda Waller in great because she's a very good bad guy, but I fucking hate her. She gets under my skin. So they do good. And that's the thing. Like, I won't say that she belongs in cheeks because she doesn't because she's doing our job. The fact that Bobby and I hate her so much. Yeah. Which, by the way, the fact that him and I are agreeing on something. uh, (laughs) She's doing her job. Yes, she is doing. I mean, I've known Bobby since he was a, you know, since he was a little guy, and we've never agreed on anything. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Except for the fact that we both annoy the shit out of (laughs) him. But no, uh, the fact that she is such a good bad guy, and Bobby and I are basically trying to give James Gunn ideas on how to kill the bitch (laughs) off, (laughs) means she belongs in great. Yeah, because as a character, it's if she was cheeks. 
she would be cheeks if we didn't care about her. Yeah. Because that's what makes a bad character. If you just don't give a shit because it's kind of stupid and you're just not into it, that's cheeks. But for hating a villain, she's great. She's a get-under-your-skin kind of character, dude. They do a very good job with her. They do. And they All pick the perfect actors to play in the movie. You're giving praise to Amanda Waller, but you think Superman sucks. <laughs> Damn. It's all good. Uh, Even the Amanda Waller in the Zeroverse was pretty good, too. She was, yeah. She was in the Green Lantern movie, too, for a minute. I think she died in that, too. I, I forgot she was in the Arrowverse for a while. Yeah, in the early seasons of the Green Arrow show, she was. Right, I'm trying to find somebody we can put uh, in cheeks. Or, or find it's it's kind of hard, though, isn't it? I mean, I, I you know how big of a fan I am of all this shit. But uh, Well, I mean, it's going to be hard for like somebody like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's go with so I think Bobby's going to put this guy in cheeks, even though I appreciated him in the movie. Polka Dot Man. Definitely Cheeks. fucking super. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say Bobby Cheeks? I'm going to put him in eh. Solely because of the comedic relief in the movie. I think he really, like, the best way you're going to do that character, they did it pretty damn good in the movie. Like, I agree. James Gunn can take shitty characters and make them, like, cool. And and that's kind of what he did. Like like you said, Doug, I'm a motherfucking superhero. And then he gets crushed to death and, like, pretended everybody's his mom and shit. <laughs> and he is kind of hilarious in a big part. And what about Milton? And then worrying about Milton when Milton died in the movie. And he is funny. Uh, as a character, though, like, I'm not going to pick up the next Polka Dot Man story. <laughs> no. And as superhero abilities go, I mean, it's really... It's a lame superhero. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I throw... <laughs> I throw Polka Dots at people. <laughs> and then John... after, I, after I pretend that they're my mother. And then John Cena... Oh, wait, he really throws Polka Dots at people. <laughs> so where are we going to put a meh? I put I him in eh. I don't think he's cheeks. No, I don't, no, think, I don't think he's cheeks. I would say bad because the guy did a really good job in the movie, but I don't think you can get better than that. Uh, there's not much more to get out of the character. You're right? not gonna get a you're not gonna get a spinoff show. No. Well, he's dead. <laughs> well, that'd be one reason. Well, you're not gonna get like a prequel. Yeah, an origin or nothing. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. He throws polka dots. Yeah. He's, he's, he's meh for sure. All right. Let's go on. Uh, let's go on to uh, the Adam. You know much about him, Bobo? A little bit. He's their miniature guy. That's their Ant-Man pretty much. They show him a little bit in the movie, the Ryan Choi version. And, uh, I really don't know much about him, so I'm going to have to... Um, he's in the the Legends of Tomorrow, right? Yes, played okay. by Brandon Ruth, the old okay. Superman. Yeah, he's pretty, he's decent in that show. Yeah, that's the only time. Right. He's a big kind of silver golden age, uh, more silver age, uh, kind of Justice League <laughs> that's member. That's a mediocre. Yeah, I'd say he's a mediocre character. I think if you've got a really good adaptation of him, but it hasn't been done yet. All right. 
That'd be John the only Stewart, thing really go off is the Arrowverse. Yeah, he, the Arrowverse and the I mean the Ryan Choi. It's a different character, but they showed him in the Snyder Cut. The guy in yeah, Star but they don't, they don't show you him actually as the Adam. That just shows no, he's just a human. Snyder wanted an Adam movie, but uh, didn't happen. Let's go. No. Let's go to the Green Lantern Corps and let's talk about John Stewart. <coughs> What are your favorite characters? I love John Stewart, uh, and not the host of the uh, former <laughs> host of the Daily Show either. Uh, actually, I do like him, but no, John Stewart. I think as like the Green uh, as the Green Lantern, and I, I like, I do like the Green Lantern that's in the string animated movies we're watching now. Hal Jordan. I do like Hal Jordan. Yes, but to me, I think John Stewart is just he's better. Yeah. I, everyone likes John Stewart better, I think. I mean, he's the one me and Bobby kind of grew up with in the cartoon. Yeah. Also in the comics, he's like the Emerald Knight now. He's like a new god almost, and he's like awesome. And he's just always been a classic character. Yeah. I mean, are you going to plug uh, the new comic that just came out, though? What, Kill the Justice League? Or Death of Justice League or whatever? Well, no, he died in that. <laughs> like, no, like, I mean, for anybody that hasn't read that yet. Yeah, give it a read. That's, yeah. that's a good one. But uh, John, yeah, John Stewart, he means a lot. He and he's like he's just the ultimate like good cop. Like he's strict. He's just like, and he's his constructs are actually better than Hell's because he's like a former engineer and shit. So his constructs actually hold stronger. The Green Lantern is just a cool superpower, and he's probably the best to do it. He, he's had kind of regrets. He's messed up. He got a whole planet exploded one time, and that was like character development for him, and he had to grow past that. Now. And now in uh, Justice League Unlimited, he kind of had a fling with Hawk Girl, right? Yeah. And then she had to leave the league because Hawk Man turned into a dick, and yeah. uh, you know Hawk Man's a dick, so obviously Hawk Girl, you know, has to get blamed too. Uh, so, but she was like kind of involved with John at the time, right? I mean, I would put him in a league. So would yeah. I. He's, he's in my opinion, he's the best Green Lantern. Yeah, I'd say he's the best Green Lantern, too. I mean, Hal's almost there. Hal's Hal good, is... but Hal's, he's, I don't know. I feel like emotionally, he's not. He's not emotionally, emotionally mature like that. Like yeah. Yeah, Stuart's like, Stuart's Stuart's Tom Tom and makes more decisions. I feel like Hal goes based off of emotion and just sometimes just lashes out. Oh, I mean, he definitely does. I mean, he's got one of the biggest heel turns of all time when they destroyed his city and then he killed the whole Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> so, Hell's definitely emotional. He's uh, calm and collected, and like he's just he's true to his his spirit and true to his soul. He's the he's the he's the true Green Lantern, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Really to hopefully be able to play him in a movie. Well. And Wayne T. Carr, I mean, I hope so, because that, that snippet, the pictures we saw, because he was supposed to be in the Snyder Cut, Doug. They were supposed to do John Stewart instead of Martian Manhunter that came to Bruce at the end and said, I want to help and shit. Right. That was supposed to be John Stewart, but DC was like, please, dude, don't use John Stewart. So maybe they have something planned for him. Let's go ahead and rank Hale while we're here. Where Does Hale go an elite as a founding member of the Justice League, or is he just great? I would I would throw him down the grate. 
I love and like how <clears throat> and again going back to the animated movie yeah. thing that we're he's watching. Funny, yeah. Right, he's very funny in there, but he's also very reluctant. Yes. Like he's just like I really don't want to be with you fucking people. Yes. I don't like any of you. <laughs> Even though he's friends with Barry and Wally. Um, him and Wally, not Barry. Huh? In the cartoons in the league and shit, it's him and Wally West, not him and Barry. Well, no, in no, the animated movies. In the animated thing we're watching, uh, the, uh, uh, the animated string that we're watching now, Bobby, it's it's Barry. Yeah, that is Barry. Oh, Barry, okay. Barry and Hale are friends, and John and Wally are friends. That's kind of how it goes. Yes. In the old so, cartoons, like, I think Hale and Wally. But, like, him and Batman are kind of like that odd couple. Yeah. Where he's just like, or Batman really, like, Batman wants to kind of do his own thing. Although, like, he, uh, like, obviously wants the league to kind of be together. But he's also, he's got his own shit to do. Yeah. Hal doesn't want to be there. But even when, like, Batman is busy and had his own stuff to do, Hal, or Hal's just like, no, you're going to fucking do this with us. Let Gotham go to hell. But if I got to do this with this stupid fucking league, so do you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, like, they kind of have that odd couple thing going on. And I, we'll if they ever uh, do Hell Jordan in the movie ever again, they should make Tom Cruise play him. Yeah, I think that's a perfect fan cast. But I would say great. Just yeah. because uh, you're not going to compete. You're not going to compete with John Stewart. No. I mean, he's the OG. He got the movie. A lot of the adaptations like to use Hell. He's the first Justice, or he made the Justice League. But uh, that heel turn, too, when he turned, like, bad in the 90s, it kind of hurts the character a bit because he turned into, like, a big villain parallax and shit, and the whole DC universe had to fight him, which is a cool character, too. But uh, And he came back in, like, 2005. He's a good guy. But uh, John Stewart, I think, is everybody's favorite Green Lantern for a reason. Now, now that we talked about two lanterns, what about the other Flash? Where does Wally go? I put him in elite with Barry. Yeah. Because Barry's elite already, you know what I mean? Like, Barry's the fundamental of the Flash. And when Wally came around, Wally did what Barry did, but did it better. He did. Now, is Barry... Or is Wally Barry's son? No, he's... Uh, no, he's nephew. He's his nephew. That's Iris's uh, nephew, okay. pretty much. Well, yeah, because her maiden name is West, right? Yeah, Wally West, Iris West, they're related. Okay. And uh, he he's the nephew of Iris. So Barry kind of brings him up. Right. And then, like, in the new, like, comic thing that they're doing, like, he's basically taken over for Uncle Barry. Cause... Yeah. Well, in the in 1986, when Barry kind of sacrificed his life, like we talked about earlier, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Wally took over as the Flash for the next 20 years. So that's why Wally's the one we know from the animated series, not the movies. Right. From the, that was messed. He was the funny one. He's known as like the funnier Flash. That's why like the Barry Allen they got in the movies now, it's more like a Wally West depiction because Wally's the funny guy. Barry was more just like a, a hero, like a hero's hero. Wally West is kind of like the, the one that's cracking jokes and shit, a little immature. Yeah, because like if you watch the, uh, uh, the Flash TV show, Barry is, like, very dry. Yeah. 
that, that's more of an accurate depiction. And then more it's how they show they actually start to bring in Wally. Yeah, it's a different Wally. It's New Fifty Two. That's Wallace. Well, oh, okay. It, it's the same name, but he he got you know race swapped, and he's a bit of a different character. Okay. Yeah, I feel like his powers are dumbed down too. Yeah, he's not as fast. That Wally's not as fast. Whereas this Wally's actually faster than Barry. Um, eventually, he he masters the speed force and he becomes like the fastest man alive. But uh, that Wallace is a good character too. I don't think he's on here. But uh, Wally to me is elite along with Barry because uh, I mean for the '90s kids and stuff, that's our Flash. We didn't really Barry. Barry came back and he's there now. Well, actually, he just died, too. <laughs> but he, he, he's been the Flash for a long time. But Wally's the man, too. He is. He's Superman to be the only Yeah. <laughs> I have to have some kind of record on here. Uh, well, I'm going to have you write down all these, too. All right. Later. Okay. Uh, let's talk about one of the most menacing villains. Uh, a true ruthless bastard, Bobby. I'm going to start with you, and it's not you, Bobby. But I am going to start with you, uh, Deathstroke. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, I don't know if I want to put him in elite or if I want to put him in great. That's a hard one. It's a hard one. I mean, dude, he's a badass. That's he's not up against like everybody. He has, and I don't. I mean. He was a good enough character for an entire other comic company to make a knockoff of him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Deadpool. I mean, I, I, they gave really? Deadpool different stuff after to make him different, but yeah, pretty much. The same design. Essentially, the same fucking person. <laughs> same yeah. name and everything, basically. I mean, Deathstroke, he's one of the best hand-to-hand combatants, dude. He can single-handedly take out Raz al Ghul and the entire League of Assassins, which he does. Yep. You saw that. Oh, yeah. I, and that He's, was like... Yeah, he... Go ahead, Bobby. And his... Even in the Arrowverse, with him and Green Arrow's rivalry, with him killing the mother, and tra- being trapped on the island together, and then they, get, they turn against each other, like, that was a whole good storyline. Deathstroke's a very good character. He is. Uh... Even uh, Sharon, you and me kind of saw him kind of break down the Titans in uh, season yeah. two, and he was a really good villain for that season too. Uh, he's a badass dude, uh, and he's been in a lot. He was supposed to be, you know, the villain for Ben Affleck's Batman. I know, and I'm, as a Deathstroke fan and a Batman fan, I'm very, very upset that we got snipped of that movie. Yeah. That's what I, that most credit scene. With Ben Affleck, Batfleck, and Joe Magnilio's Deathstroke, I, that would have been the greatest comic book movie of all time. It would have been hard to beat. I agree. I think it would have been a lot of fun. It, it, it would have been crazy, too. Very dark. Bro, it would have been dark. It would have been story-driven. It would have been action-filled. Dude, that movie would have been a sadistic masterpiece. And you, you know he's so good when he's multiple people's, like, arch nemesis. Like, like he's like a huge – he's the arch nemesis of the Titans, probably the greatest Titans villain ever. Uh, he's a Green Arrow villain, a really big Green Arrow villain. He's a Batman villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fought the Justice yeah. League. He, he's been in the Legion of Doom. Like, he, he's done everything you can do as a villain. Okay. 
He's a league of assassins villain. <laughs> Even though you they're have... villains themselves. Exactly. You have a view, Doug? Yeah. What is it? All right. So going – so let's start with the Green Arrow thing, right? Yeah. All right, because I remember that because I watched a lot of that season. Yeah. And, like, when he was kind of – he was on the island with Oliver and uh, and Shadow. Yeah. And uh, uh, then, you know, it was Sarah Lance that came in, right? Yeah. And, you know, Canary. Canary, yeah. All right. They're well, by the way, I the didn't like And then – so, but, like, you know, when uh, Deathstroke – or whatever his name was on the island. Slade, yeah. Slade. Slade when when he got taken out, and then like they did the thing where they made Oliver choose, you know, which one gets shot, and he went in front of Canary, so they shot Shadow. I mean, to be honest with you, Oliver made a bad choice because, <laughs> and then you know, Slade found out about it. He's like, wait, you chose this bitch over Shadow. After everything we've done, yeah, together, you son of a bitch. Like I actually became a fan of of that, Slate, yeah, of, of Deathstroke, because it's just like Shadow didn't deserve to die. Yeah. I mean, Shadow's ten times hotter than Canary. <laughs> uh, like, sure. yeah, and then you know you kill Canary at the beginning of season two anyway. So what the fuck was the point of saving? Don't save somebody that you're going to kill off. Five episodes later. That's stupid. Or it was like season two or whatever the fuck season they did it in. Uh, but like, he, yeah, but he come, did you see the part where he came back again? Where uh, Slate came back? Yeah, and, and Arrow. Because he defeats him the first time and he goes away. Then Arrow does some other stuff for like another season. And then Deathstroke comes back again. No, you were talking about Canary, though, right? Sarah Lance. Yeah, I was talking about, like, the fact that, like, they thought Sarah was dead, and then she came back, and then, like, at the beginning of, like, season three, she gets killed, like, the first episode. Yeah. Which, yeah. thank God. Uh, but, um, like, but no, like, I I felt sorry for Destro, because it's just, like, you know, he was aligned with Shadow and all that, and then you have this putz who you took under your wing, uh, who, you know, chose to save, uh, you know, the slut he was cheating on his girlfriend with, because he was dating Laurel at the time. Yeah. So he, uh, he decided to save uh, Canary instead of you know one of the people that you know basically was training him and you know did a lot for him. He showed his appreciation by really? saying, "No, fucking kill her." Uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say, though, because Deathstroke gets his spares back because he comes back after the whole island thing and he kills the mother. He kills Arrow's mother right in front of the sister and Oliver. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, wasn't the mother a corrupt politician anyway? Yeah, she was. They were running. She was running for mayor, and she was kind of corrupt. But he, came, well, then, he comes back and he gets all of them tied up and fucking stabs her with a sword. Right in front well, of yeah, I, I remember that, and I also remember thinking in the back of my head she had it coming. Uh, <laughs> he did, but Oliver. I mean, he got his spares against Oliver, dude. That's what. And then Oliver beat him again and trapped him in the bunker. Yeah, but like, it just 
saying like what kind of a villain he was because then I remember in Son of Batman, yeah. you know him being ruthless, and again he took out the majority of the League of Assassins. Yeah, which is a huge conglomerate. Like, yeah, it's a big group, and he yeah. took out all of them and killed Ra's al Ghul, who by the way is basically immortal. <laughs> yes, well because of the Lazarus pit, but when yeah. you set the motherfucker on fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Oliver kills him too. So it's just, in the universe at least. Yeah. So like, uh, I mean, Deathstroke to me, it's kind of hard. I'm stuck between elite and great. Yeah, I think I put him in elite just because he's uh, he's he's so many different heroes. One of their main villains. Yeah, he's a whole he group. A lot of he's one of the few people who knows who Batman is. Yeah. Yeah, he's a badass dude. Like, I, I would, wouldn't mind, like, if they ever tried to do the Justice League thing again, you, like, he would probably be the best villain for them. Bless you. Thank you. Like him and, you know, Joker and, uh, you know, that other bald-headed goof, Luther or Luthor. Oh, Lexi. Yeah. Oh, Lexi Luther. Uh, yeah. He He's elite. I mean, the Judas contract's one of the greatest comic stories ever, even though he hooks up with a, a 15-year-old girl. But he that's how ruthless he is and the piece of shit. And he's just the ultimate, like, scumbag killer, uh, uh, contract assassin. I mean, he was uh, – I mean, I blame him. I blame Green Arrow for that. <laughs> Well, yeah, you you kind of you did get a little sympathy for him in the Arrow show. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's great. Let's talk about someone we see on the Harley Quinn show a little bit. Doctor Psycho. Oh my god. Uh, a little misogynistic. Uh, the guy that called Wonder Woman the c word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, another superhero that, or another DC character that pretty much is me. Okay. Well, you don't want to own up to all that. Yeah. Uh. uh I mean, I wouldn't say that word out loud. Not to Wonder Woman. No, not at all. Especially Gal Gadot. Uh, but like, and then yeah, you know, into the depths of the earth, Dougie. <laughs> she would fuck Dougie up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> why well, wouldn't say it? But like, he uh, then you know he joins Harley's crew, and then what? Season two, season three, he kind of turns bad. Yeah. Well, worse than what he already was. <laughs> yeah. He's a little piece of shit. I, I'd put him. I'd say he's actually a very good character. He, he's a very good character. I mean, if you know, he was about six, seven inches taller, yeah. he'd, be, he'd probably be great. <laughs> I mean, he's in the Legion of Doom. He's more. He's like a comic relief guy. He's funny, but he's also like, you know, the, the you don't want to fuck with the telepaths either. That's a crazy superpower. Uh, he's going very good for me. Where are you putting Psycho, Bobby? I put him in mediocre. He is a pretty strong character, but overall, like, we haven't really got enough adaptions of the character to see for me to fully judge on him. You got mostly a comedic adaptation, too, when you did get one. Yeah, like, I want to see, like, what he's actually all about, like, an actual serious take on the character. Right, like in a movie and stuff. I, I I see where you guys are coming from. Uh... My one that really only you and me can talk about, Sharon, uh, unless Bobby knows a little bit about him, Our Man. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. But... Oh, from Stargirl? Yeah. 
he, he's in the JSA, the old Justice Society. His superpower, basically, he's got super strength for an hour uh, until his, uh, what, what's, what are those called? His hourglass. His hourglass. Uh, runs out. Uh, Bobby, you know anything about our man? I've heard of him, but I don't know really anything about him. I, I based on the show and some stories I've read, I, I'd say he's a very good character. I would agree with that. I, I wouldn't put him too high, but he, he he's a fun character. I mean, I mean, at least from what I know, according to Stargirl, he made his hourglass. Yeah. He only gave himself powers for one hour a day, where he could have super strength forever. Forever. Yeah. But. He had that moral code where... He didn't want to abuse the power. Exactly. So I, I would say very good. Yeah. That is pretty badass. All right. This was who? Our man. Now let, let's talk about one of the big guns here. And it's very good, you said? Yeah. I'd put him in very good. Let's talk about our boy Batman. I don't know if we can put him in anywhere else in Elite. I mean... Besides Superman and Wonder Woman, I mean, probably more than that. He's probably the. I know we said about Spider-Man and Superman and superhero, but when you talk about like the most known, I, I think Batman's got to be probably the most popular, one of them at least. I'll agree with that statement. I, to be honest with you, and I'm going to come. Uh, this is obviously uh, something that I know a lot about, uh, but haven't really touched on it much today. But like. As far as like a merchandising thing, mm-hmm. especially the toys, Batman makes you some money. He made me he made me uh, a couple of bucks earlier. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean Riddler did, but uh, um, he's just it's such a just a well known franchise. I mean, yeah. we did a show on it. Yeah. Uh, and. I don't know. Well, I like him too, Batman, because, I mean, he doesn't really have any powers other than he's rich and he can afford all these cool things. Yeah. And then he decides to do good with it. Yeah. I mean, and he can beat the crap out of you. Yeah. He's just, he's a regular dude that puts out a bad suit, beat the shit out of people. And there's something interesting about him. My opinion, though, this is a strong take. In my opinion, Batman would not be anything what he would be if he didn't have Alfred. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Alfred's the backbone. I mean, even in the Snyder Cut, he said, here's Alfred, guys. I work for him. <laughs> like, he, he was, Alfred's like the backbone behind Batman for sure. But I, I, I put him in the lead. Like, I still put him in the lead. Like, Batman, it's the Batman, dude. The character himself, yes. I mean, there's a reason, like, him and, like, what we said about Spider-Man and Superman and superheroes, Spider-Man and Batman are probably the the ones that make the most money. Uh, everyone's mm-hmm. going to buy a ticket for the next Batman movie. Every Everyone's going to buy the ticket for the next Spider-Man movie. But Batman, I mean, how many different actors? That's like a James Bond role. Everyone wants to play him. Every Everyone wants to see something new with him. I mean, some people are kind of sick of it because there's been so much. But they're still going to see Pattinson still fucking... Uh, made a lot of money this year, so Batman's elite for sure. I understand why people are mad because they're going several different directions with the character. They need to stop doing that. They need to just go one direction with them. It doesn't yeah. matter how many different past Batmans we've had. It's the fact that we have three concurrent ones at once right now. Yes. 
I mean, th- those are three to have, though. You got, like, a Justice League version, uh, Affleck, an old-ass version, and Keaton, and a fucking Young Gun, and, and uh, Pattinson. But I, I agree, it is a lot of takes at once. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, is that, like, it's been a character that's been rebooted, like, so many different times. Yeah. Because the franchise has. I mean, at the same time, though, I don't... I mean, if they kept going with Pattinson's just as a solo storyline of just a Batman storyline, like, he's not included in any continuity or anything, completely okay with that. But in keeping, like, Affleck for the DCEU Batman, like, that would be fine. I agree. I think that'd be the way to go, for sure, too. I agree with you. I think Pattinson has the best Batman live action, like solo movie for the Batman. I think Pattinson yeah. has the best solo movie, but I think I still think Affleck's the best in adaption of the character. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you said that because I agree. This is you love Batfleck. I do. I think he he has I mean, the best version. Yeah, he's the perfect version, dude. He's the He's the, the like the hope, the beacon of hope that Batman is. He's the detective. He's the founder of the Justice League. Physically, Ben Affleck's physical look of the Batman is perfect, ideal. Yeah, he's the one. That Him in the Batman suit is your ass. perfect. I yeah. totally agree. Is that who is that your favorite DC character, Doug? Or who's your favorite character? My favorite DC character. It, it's really, it's kind of a toss up between. Batman, you know, obviously Bruce Wayne, and I, uh, and John John Stewart, right? But I would almost give the edge just because I've been a fan of Batman longer. Going yeah. back to Batman the animated series, I would say it's Batman. Yeah, it's hard not to love Batman. He's the I guy. don't have the favorite overall character. You don't have I've one. I've got a favorite hero. I've got a favorite hero and a favorite villain. Who's your favorite hero? Flash, and then my favorite villain is the Joker. I'll tell you. Well, let, let's talk about something uh, me and Bobby have probably argued with until the test of time. Let's uh, let's do old Dickie. <laughs> Dick Grayson, Nightwing, Robin, the first original Robin. You you said the other – you really liked him as Robin, though. You'd say he, he – Dick Grayson is my favorite Robin. Yes. Uh, I, I obviously am a huge Nightwing fan. That's probably my favorite superhero. Uh, I, I just like I like his growth throughout the comics and how he he's kind of became his own man. And he's been Batman when Batman dies. Uh, he, he's a lead on my list, and he was Robin for I a put long him time. Good. You put him at what? Great. Okay. All right, so here's how I kind of feel about it, because I remember Batman kind of from the adventures of Batman and Robin. Yes. When that was a, because uh, I think that was a cartoon. I'm pretty sure. And uh, then, you know, obviously when Chris O'Donnell played him in the last couple of Batman movies in the 90s franchise. When he first came in, you know, with the death of his family at the at the circus, Right. Uh, and he first came in, and he didn't want to listen to Bruce at all. But he already had the Robin costume made. Yeah. And Alfred is just like, you know, you should really do this. And uh, Val Kilmer, you know, Val Kilmer Batman was just like, no, I work alone. Yeah. And, you know, then they became uh, partners. 
and then in Batman and Robin, you know, they were still, they still, you could tell they really still didn't like each other. Yeah. But also, you know, Bat, or Robin was living in the house. So. <laughs> uh, Must have liked him a little bit. Yeah, liked him a little bit. I mean, it's kind of like the dynamic you, Sharon, and I have. <laughs> <laughs> we like each other enough to live together. <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. No. Yeah. Uh, but, like, and then, like, you know, again, he, the evolution of the Robin character, and then, you know, he becomes Nightwing, and then, uh, you know, he becomes Batman in the comics at one point. Yes. Uh, but also, and this is the thing, and you were actually surprised when I told you this, even though you were watching the movie. But you, uh, apparently you had either fallen asleep, which I think was a lie, or you just weren't paying attention, when I, which I think is more of the truth. In uh, the Injustice movie, uh, he gets killed by, by Damien. Yeah. Okay? Because Damien's a dick. And uh, <laughs> Damien's an actual dick, where Robin is named dick. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's a good distinction. And, but he comes back as Deadwing. Yes, I forgot about that. Okay. And that's just, it's more evolution of the character. Yeah. He's been somebody, he's been a super spy. He's the leader of the Titans. He's led the Justice League. He's done pretty much everything that Batman's done. It's like, and uh, this is the first, I mean, we've gone a, an hour in 15 minutes and this is actually the first comparison I've actually made but it's almost like in wrestling when like you have a character that's gonna yeah. I have to yeah. uh, where like you have a character like The Undertaker where like uh, the character kept evolving and that's why it was able to succeed for so long yeah. right Dick Grayson keeps evolving that's how he's able to stick around right <laughs> Yeah, he's a lead on my list. He's a really good adaptation of him in the Titans, too. Yeah. Uh, I would say I put him in, I put him in great because of his Titans and his Injustice rule. I'm talking about the video game series, not the movie. I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. But in the video in the video games, the one and two Injustice games, it's Dick Grayson's Robin, and it's, he's a very cool character. He uses the sword. He's got like a Zelda vibe going on to him. Oh, the Robin? I think the Robin was Damien in Injustice. In Injustice 2, I thought it was. I think, I'm pretty sure Grayson's in one of them. I might be wrong. I could be, be very wrong about this, but I thought it was, I thought it was Grayson. Yeah, absolutely. Eric, because I think in Injustice 2, like, uh, Damien turns on, on Bruce. Yeah. Like, in the warehouse or whatever. Injustice 2 with the sword is definitely Damien, I'm pretty sure, but... He's cool too. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you hate Damien. Uh, let's talk about Peacemaker. That show's fresh in our uh, heads. Uh, we just saw it. I, that's another one that I think the adaptation's way better than the comics version. Where would you put Peacemaker, Bobby? I'd put him in mediocre. <gasps> you son of Over, a bitch! Hear me out, though. Overall, okay. as a character, based on the comics and then the continuity, overall, Peacemaker doesn't really matter that much. The show, they did a very good job, and they made him a beloved character. And the show was a was an absolute fucking hit. John Cena killed the character. 
But overall, as a character, he's not too important. He's not too powerful. His meaning to the universe isn't really that important. But the show was killer. He is right. I, I agree. Yeah. Over, overall, yeah. Now, in the show, obviously, in the show, they have to make him feel important. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That's, that's the job of the show. Yeah. But as, like, an overall, like, you're not going to find him in a fucking Justice League movie. No. He, he would have nothing to do with Or any Justice League comic. Like, he's not going to be in it, dude. No, yeah. he's not. No, but, like, as, like, part of the Suicide Squad and then, like, in the show that they did, obviously. Yeah. He is very important. No, I do agree. And, and so I do agree, and I'm getting I'm getting scared. Because <laughs> uh, I'm agreeing more with what he's saying. Uh, I think John Cena did enough with him to put him at very good, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with the character in the show. Yeah. I agree. In the comics, he does not mean a fucking thing. He's just another guy in the Suicide Squad to die. Yeah. And I agree. But similar to Dr. Psycho, if I'm going to have Dr. Psycho at very good, i got to put Peacemaker at very good. Yeah, because even in the the Suicide Squad second movie, yeah. he was he was really good in that one. Yeah, he too. was a big character. Uh, him killing Rick Flagg was fucking crazy. And you saw the like drama and, and like in his eyes how he didn't want to do it. And Peacemaker was a perfect con- uh, continuation of that. So Yeah, I mean, and he was really the one that, you know, kind of listened to what Amanda Waller said. Yeah, and then you know, obviously, you know, she repaid him in the show by telling her daughter to betray him. Uh, she's a no good bitch, but <laughs> like she just, but like he just, you could always tell there was always like that moral dilemma. Yeah, even mm-hmm. when he killed his father. Yeah, like there was that moral dilemma, but also too, he was also protecting his his two buddies. Well, I mean, Vigilante and Economist, even though Economist, you know, he had to bring up the fact that Economist dyed his beard, which I really still don't see anything wrong with that. Economist, motherfucker. All right, because, again, just go on a, like a quick sidebar. That's what Just for Men is for. <laughs> they had, they advertise it all the time, the Just for Men uh, beard formula, where you can dye your beard. Why would you make fun of somebody for that if they sell a product? If they sell a product for that, that costs like five bucks. We made fun of him for it because he was in denial about it and wouldn't admit that he uses it. That's true. Yeah, but still, it's a stupid thing to make fun of somebody for. He took it under his skin. He's an asshole. <laughs> He's an asshole. We're gonna we're gonna go in depth on one more character because we can't. Speed yeah, she can, she cannot be a speed round. But uh, we'll go in depth on one more character, and then we'll do a bit of a speed round. Yeah, I mean, we can do speed in a round with her, but... Oh, Jesus Christ. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Oh, dude, 100% elite. Uh, she's the Trinity. Uh, when you think of DC, you think Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Again... Like in the adapt in the animated adaptation that you and I have been watching, yes, uh, she might not be like I would say like the most important characters in that adaptation would be like Cyborg and, and Batman, uh, and she's more like a side character in there. But like the dynamic she has with with Clark, which is weird, yeah, because like in the uh, 
in the Justice League uh, Unlimited series and like a lot of the movies that they had done, uh, like a couple of the other movies that they had done that had spun off of that. Uh, and even in uh, the Snyder Cut, you were almost ready to think, okay, Bruce and Diana are going to, you know. That's originally on the Justice League how usually it goes. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they were going to get together. Yes, that is how they have a flirtatious relationship. They yeah, never really started they you always know what doing? Everything Bruce is at the table, dude. Wonder Woman sitting on the table, literally right next to Batman. Yeah. No, she loves him. Uh, they're very close. But so, like, seeing her and Clark kind of, you know. Yeah, that that was a new Fifty Two thing that they put in animated movies, and yeah. you know, some people don't like it. Some people do. I I, think I don't have a pro. I don't have a problem with it because I hate Lois Lane. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. You don't. So. Uh, I mean, you look up the term useless bitch in the dictionary, <laughs> you're going to find a picture of her. Or not of Diana, of, of Lois. Uh, I think I see the mob forming outside. Uh, but no, Wonder Woman is definitely elite. You're definitely not vacationing in Metropolis, are you? <laughs> you know, like no. Superman or Lois. I'm not going to go to Kansas either. Uh, yeah, Wonder Woman, I mean, she's just so much, she's so many things. You know, first of all, she's probably a lot of guys' first thing that they masturbate to. Yeah. Uh, she's a beacon of hope for little now, girls. Now, one of the things she is not is she's what Dr. Psycho called her in, in, the Harley Quinn, in the Harley Quinn show. She is not that. No. What would you say, Bobby? I said she's the original beacon of hope for women and little yes. girls. She, Way I mean, before the feminine movement happened, like, she's the original... Speaking of hope for little girls. Way back in the day, starting in the 70s with Linda Carter's show. Exactly. Yeah. Little girls look up to Wonder Woman and want to be like Wonder Woman. And it's always, and now, even now with Gail Gadot. And the character just means so much for, for kids, for, for grown women. Like, like She is someone that people can look up to and, and want to aspire to be like in this warrior princess. And she's, she's very compassionate and sweet. She's also a ruthless warrior that will chop a motherfucker's head off. Yeah. Really? She, in my opinion, is the strongest female character across any comic, any superhero yeah. comic. When you talk about strong, like she can fight Superman. She'll go toe-to-toe with Darkseid. She don't give a fuck. She will. Her, her arch enemy is the god of war. She beat Darkseid one-on-one besides Superman. Yeah. Exactly. Her, her arch enemy is literally the god of war, Ares. So it, that makes you a tough woman. <laughs> uh, for sure, she's elite. I mean, any day of the week. So let's go and do a, a bit of a... What's up? 100%. 100%. Uh, we'll do a bit of a speed round. I mean, we're definitely going to have a part two. There's like 500 characters. Uh, we put a little bit of a dent in it, but we're almost going an hour and a half here. Let's do a bit of a speed round. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say a name and everyone tells me where they would put them and we'll kind of just go the majority for me, Doug and Sharon. But uh, Bobby's got his own list. Thank uh, God. Aquaman. Yeah, great. I agree. Yeah, it's great. Not quite elite. Uh, I need to see one or two more Aquaman movies from Jason Momoa in order for him to be. This is one you and me have been reading, Captain Cold. Uh, I think he is a, from what I've read so far, 
I think he's a very good character. Not great yet. Yeah. I gotta wait till you finish that second row so then I can read it. Yeah. Bobby. He's one of the best Flash films. One of Flash is arch nemesis, so he has to be great. All right. Uh, I want to find someone to put him in cheeks. Lois on there? <laughs> put Lois laid in cheeks. <laughs> Doug, would you leave that bitch alone? <laughs> uh, Shazam. He's not cheeks. No, he's not cheeks. We getting arrested? No, it's probably uh, one of Doug's things that we want. Package. Where are we putting Shazam, Bobby? Great. I, mean, I, would, I would say put him in very good. I, I'd have to go great. I think Shazam's great. I put him at great. Yeah, and he arguably sold more comics than Superman back in the day before DC bought him. Uh, Doug's kind of gone, so this one's you for me, you and me anyway. Firestorm. Mediocre. Really? Yeah. He's another character that's pretty cool, but overall doesn't really mean too much. I mean, he's got nuclear power. That's pretty important. <laughs> he does, but, yeah. but he hasn't really used it too much. Yeah, I agree. He's still kind of a... They still kind of predict him as like a young gun, which is weird. Name uh, yeah, even really old man. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, we can put Firestorm in mediocre. I'm fine with that. All right. The Blue Beetle. Jamie Reyes. Or Jaime Reyes. Very good. Yeah. He, he's like the Latino Spider-Man. And this the scarab shit's dope. The scarab shit's real dope. Alright, we'll do a we'll do a couple a couple more. Two face. Great. I put him at very good. Fuck you, Bubba. <laughs> I'm not really too much of a Batman villain dance. Yeah, I know that. I'm well aware of that. He's going great for me. I'll grab one in a second. We'll stop here. All right. Batgirl. She's got a Mediocre. movie coming up. You said that's stupid. Where'd you put her? Mediocre. I'm going very good for Barb. I'll, I'll say very good for Barb. For old Barb. All right. Well, one last one. Let's find someone to put him in uh, cheeks. Maxwell Lord. I put him in eh. I put him in cheeks just for the haircut. <laughs> yeah, he's got a bad haircut. He's kind of just like a discount Lex Luthor to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd put him in cheeks. Someone's got to go there. And we'll, we'll end off on, on the crazy but lovely Harley Quinn. Where's she going? Great. Yeah, I mean, movie-wise, I think she's one of the most known DC characters right now, probably. She's the one everybody cosplays as. Yeah, she's like everyone's favorite Halloween costume. And who doesn't like Margot Robbie? Yeah, I mean, 
I love Margot Robbie. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll actually finish off one for you and me, Bobby. Where, where are you putting the anti-monitor? Elite. Yeah, he's one of the greatest fellows. The anti-monitor. He started Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, okay. He's like a huge villain. He's like another dark side. All right, so here's our list so far. This gonna we'll, we'll do a part two at some time. So I mean, we didn't talk about Green Arrow or uh, a lot of the big ones. So the Bane and shit. So there's a lot left to go, but uh, we're running out of run time. So far, our list is I have Maxwell Lord and Cheeks. Uh, I got Polka Dot Man and Meh. Mediocre. I got Harvey Bullock, Firestorm, and the Atom. Very good. I have Captain Cold, Beast Boy, Star Girl, The Batman Who Laughs, Batgirl, Our Man, Peacemaker, and Doctor Psycho. For great, I got Harley, Hal Jordan, Amanda Waller, Aquaman, Shazam, Blue Beetle, and Two Face. And for the elite, the crop, the creme de la creme, we got Deathstroke, Wally West, John Stewart, Joker, Barry Allen, The Anti Monitor, Dark Side, uh, Nightwing, Dick Grayson. Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Your list isn't too far. Just a couple of different adjustments, right, Bobo? Yeah. So there you have it, folks. That was our DC character tier list. We'll probably do a part two at some point. We'll probably do a Marvel list at some point, too, you and me, Bobo. But uh, thanks for coming on, bro. Uh, we'll see everybody next time, and this is a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks, All right. Thank <laughs> you.